This is The Playbook. This day, Meltzer with Entrepreneurs The Playbook. I am so excited. Every once in a while, I get a true coach here at SoFi Stadium, greatest stadium ever created, <laughs> and Darlene Santori. She is Coach Dar. You are the coach that I need the most. It's the mindset, the heart set, the handset coach that allows us to reach our potential. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to coach skills and knowledge. It's another to combine desire and the execution on that desire that just blows me away. Thank you for joining me here on The Playbook. Thank you so much for having me. I was just saying, I'm here often for the game, but I never get to come and talk to you. How cool is this? A, yes, for an interview, so I thank know. you. Well, it's probably more valuable to me than what you even give those players, because you are one of the best mindset coaches thank in you. sports. Um, you're an occupational therapist, so you do have the skills and the knowledge to help people yeah. effectuate their potential. Uh, but I'm most interested, I mean, your book is so up my alley, right? This art of bouncing back. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm known for the ability to bounce back. I always tell people, you can't be a bounce back person unless you screwed up royally. That's right. Because it'd be nothing to bounce back to <laughs> or from. You got to really screw up to be known for bouncing back. You have uh, to have some adversity. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And mine, you know, I'm accountable for and but have learned through a lot of what you do. You're mm -hmm. one of the best speakers that I know, Thank inspiring you. so many people. But it's not just the inspiration because a lot of people can be a cheerleader. That's right. It's actually the content that resonates with me mm -hmm. and on three levels. And I want to talk about each of these three levels. Okay. There's an intelligence level. Mm -hmm. You know, you have an academic background like yes. me. You actually have knowledge and skills. There's the intuitive level in which you teach. Very. And then the inspirational level, mm -hmm. uh, which allows us to mm -hmm. have that resonation. So let's start on just the pragmatic intelligence mm -hmm. of occupational therapy and mindset. Yep. What are some of the key components that we can practice in a pragmatic way to increase our muscle of mindset? So, so much about this is really mindset is a lot of it is reframing. I mean, when you really practice, so when you hit adversity, it's being able to reframe a situation. So when a player has in the middle of the game and they're sitting there and they're saying like that play was awful. <laughs> and they're, then they start doubting themselves just like any of us would do. So work doesn't go well, a pitch marriage. doesn't go well, marriage, and you start doubting yourself. I always say people to people, let's reframe that. So maybe the play was messed up. Maybe something happened in the marriage. Maybe something happened in the business. Let's own it, accountability. But then we're gonna reframe it. And then we're gonna say, hey, your skills and talent didn't get taken away from you. It's a situation. It's not a bad life, a bad career, or it doesn't mean you're never gonna have a, a great relationship again. Once you take accountability and reframe it, you could move forward from it. But there's, and you should write this book as well, called The Art of Reframing. Yes. Because some people, they go way too far in my opinion. One of my friends is Gary Vaynerchuk and yeah. I laugh because he's the king of going too far on reframing. Like, I don't think it's as valuable. It probably does help, but it's like, at least I'm not dead. Oh. Right? Like, no. it, but yeah. some people think of reframing. <laughs> it's like, okay, there has to be a context. There has to be accountability in it too <laughs> right. and awareness. So part of this too is emotional intelligence. <laughs> we have to have emotional intelligence. So we have awareness to how did the situation happen so it doesn't happen again. Right. So you're right. You have to, <laughs> but everything is about that EQ to have awareness of how to fix it. 
I know, in adaptable intelligence as well. So we, we've covered some of the aspects of intelligence and if you want to learn more, please read or listen to and watch Coach Dar because she's incredible and she gets into a lot of great detail that you know, fortunately for me, I wouldn't be able to get to all my interviews today if I went that deep. Uh, but I'm more interested even in intuition. Yes. So I want to start by someone who has your background mm -hmm. in education and experience. You know, there's a lot of different perspectives on intuition. Mm -hmm. What is your perspective of intuition and how mm -hmm. it is also reconciled with an intelligence mm -hmm. of mindset of peak performance? I think when people say oftentimes to me, you know, you have such intuition, I feel like part of that too is I care deeply. You care deeply. You truly care. Everyone that you sit with, every time you talk to someone, your intellect also comes with your intuition because you care. So when you care enough, you start watching for people, what is their body language saying? You know, what's going on in the room? You know when you walk in, when you walk in somewhere, did something just happen? So you know how to present and you start picking up on things. So with all the people that I've helped, I'll say to people, make sure when you walk in, you're aware of what's going on and you start picking up. So someone may say something, but that's not what their body language is saying. So be thoughtful to ask a better question or the next question to lean in more to it because you'll get more out of the person if you're aware of what's going on. And I'm so glad you brought that word awareness up because for me, I've struggled mm -hmm. with the idea of intuition because yeah. I went from like resistance on the woo woo side of being an intuit, a sphinx, a, you know, download medium. Yeah. There's so many things that went through my head and today I've literally simplified it as an indicator yes. of what to be aware of. When I look at intuition for me, I used to have a result based and I see a lot of gamblers here in the sports world like me, right? They think that and I have a studio at the Win, which, yep. by the way, come visit me at because it's even cooler than this place. But um, I love walking by the craps table and someone hit a hard eight, which is two fours. Yep. In case people don't gamble. I love craps. Right? Yeah, me too. <laughs> and they're like, I knew it. And I think to myself now, I'm like, you did not know it. <laughs> your, your intuition made you aware of it right. somewhere during your play right and now on the eighth roll or the 18th roll it's now hit yes and you now have discredited intuition mm -hmm. by putting some sort of outcome that is impossible a man-made outcome is impossible to be directed to exactly the indication of awareness that hey in a certain amount of time we can't tell you what because time's man-made that you should be aware of or pay attention to yes. this thing that you're resonating with right right how do we determine especially in the realm of sports, mm -hmm. when we get an awareness, an intuitive thought that prioritize this for this game, this week, this career, or this life? I think I go back to just general awareness because I really relate so much to emotional intelligence. So just having general awareness, when you're aware of what's going on, and especially sports, or let's take it to anyone listening outside of sports, but Start paying attention to the patterns that have been happening because patterns predict things which help you with intu intuition, which you could pick up on things faster. So be aware what's going on and then have some intuition. You get a gut feeling, but you also will pick up on patterns when things are happening. Your intuition will go, tune in on that. Tune in on this because it's coming or you see something. So when I'm helping a quarterback, I'm saying like tune in because you're going to watch. Watch what their body language doing and your intuition will pick up to say that's what we need to lean in on. That play is going to happen. This is going to occur. So 
your awareness will indicate and your intuition will go, oh, we've seen this because it's pattern recognition oftentimes too. Yeah, it's interesting in sports how it really plays a big role. And I started working mindset with some golfers. Um, and my first was just energetically, uh, naturally golfers love if they're playing in a, in a twosome, threesome or a foursome while the other person's putting especially, right. miss it, miss it, miss it. And then they wonder why they miss it because all of a sudden they're like, make it. Yes. Like, oh, don't you understand what you're programming yourself with? But within the context of understanding awareness is also inspiration yes. in spirit. And mm -hmm. it takes a gratitude of the future. It takes a faith in even believing you as a yes. coach that the intelligence and intuition mm -hmm. uh, of what we're doing mm -hmm. and hopefully we are marrying a high level of skills and knowledge with our desire. But a lot of great athletes that I've represented and I'm thinking two of my closer relationships, Ryan Leaf and yeah. Jeff George, had incredible talent, yep. but they interfered with their in spirit, their mm -hmm. inspiration. And they didn't realize that instead of focusing in on trying to get better, all they really should have been focusing mm -hmm. in is what am I doing to interfere mm -hmm. with this source aligned with my skills and knowledge? How do you help, especially athletes, mm -hmm. hyper competitive, a lot of times scarce and competitive in nature right. to what other people may define as getting out of their own way. But as I define it, to identify what they're doing to interfere with their potential instead of trying to reach a potential that they already have. So oftentimes I'll take them through. So if a if they keep coming off the field or they're coming off the ice and there's this, the first thing they say is negative, I'll say you have to have awareness because you literally are stopping yourself and you're feeding what you're self-sabotaging at this point. And yeah. so I said, if you don't believe it, what you focus on, you start to feel and you start to perform it. And so you keep focusing on what went wrong instead of, well, what went right? Let's pick up what, what we need to fix, but look at all that did go right. And so I shift it to say, and then I say to them also, you're the one percenter. You can't, this is, this is a lull right now. This doesn't mean you're out of the league. And so let's shift that. And that's where the inspiration comes, where I start giving them what I call pep talks. <laughs> and I start giving them a pep talk because I start to help them. Honestly, most people I work with is regaining confidence, helping them regain confidence, inspire them to believe in themselves again. Because we all start doubting ourselves, no matter who we are at times. And just to finish up, mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that I learned from you is this idea of looking for what you want, not yes. for what you don't want. Yes. And it's applicable, of course, internally with this confidence and inspiration of yeah. self and worth mm -hmm. and uh, all the things that we question at the highest level of yeah. performance. But I also find it extremely useful in relationships mm -hmm. of others. And I found it is particularly so valuable true. in my marriage to, I'm married to this extraordinary woman and I spent a period of my marriage, I've been married 26 years in a couple of weeks, looking for what I didn't want. Yeah. Like silly things. Yes. Like the shoes left on the staircase, mm -hmm. not like the incredible kindness, confidence, right. like these unbelievable qualities. But I literally focus in on the shoes on the staircase, mm -hmm. not like the extraordinary beauty inside and out that right. I've been blessed to be partnered with in an intimate way for 26 years. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it almost ruined my marriage. Yes. And I see people ruin themselves oh. in their relationships with that. How important is it to look for what we want? That is, I'm so glad you shared that because in relationships, friendships, marriages, business relationships, 
it's the 80-20. The 20% that doesn't go right, we focus on that instead of the 80% that went, went right well. And if we would just shift to look at the 80% that that person does beautiful, that they bring to the table, that they inspire us to, that they're self-serving about, we would be so much happier in our relationships and in the world around us. But society often we're focusing on the problems we're focusing on what went wrong so if we could shift our mindset to start start seeing the beauty that's around us and within us we're going to be happier and i would assume that goes right along with reframing Absolutely. back to intelligence yes. leading to the intuition raising the awareness of what truly inspires us yes. what we love the light the love and the lessons that exist in everyone every situation every game every swing and of course, every interview. Yeah. Coach Dar, it's Darlene Santori. Thank She's you. been inspiring me for years. If you haven't checked out her videos, her books, her speeches, you are missing out. Look for what you want. I want Coach Dar. She's helped so many and she'll help you as well. This is David Meltzer sitting up on top of the field for once with the incredible coach here on Entrepreneurs, The Playbook. <laughs>